The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to the Early Edge, powered by Sportsline. I'm your host, Alan Bell, and we've got a great show lined up for you this Monday, this July 4th holiday weekend. But before we take a look forward, let's take a look back at how we did. And let me say this. If you're looking to revolutionary war someone right out of here, it was me yesterday. <laughs> awful, awful uh, 0-3 day for me. But I'll tell you what. The crew picked me up. Nice play by Micah there on the Orioles. Two site plays from Martin W. Green and Buckets. So well done on that. But you know what? We're going to have a good one for you today. So let's bring in the stars of the show. And first, gentlemen, it's great to see you, obviously. But did you know? that we are a nominee for the best sports podcast category in the People's Choice Podcast Awards. That's right. We appreciate all you guys for what you do for us, and we hope you enjoy our show enough to nominate us to advance to the final round. To nominate The Early Edge, go to podcastawards.com slash app slash sign up, and then toggle down to the sports category. The whole process takes less than 60 seconds. We've included the link at the top of the episode description as well. Whew. We would really appreciate your vote. So, all that being said, gentlemen, it's good to see you. Maestro, how are we doing today, sir? We're doing we're doing well. AB threw me for a loop coming to me right off the top, but happy 4th of July, everyone. And I want to point out that Micah Roberts, who was a bookmaker in Vegas for many years, has a really good breakdown on the hot dog eating contest, which is the biggest event today, talking about the weather, talking about the location, a really good analysis you should check out on Sportsline.com. That's an excellent call. You're exactly right. And I love that Mike is behind that one as well. And for anybody in the uh, in the chat asking, Coach is on vacation this week. So you're going to have to deal with me for a little bit, but I promise it'll be okay. But we'll have Coach back after this week. A hard, well-earned vacation for the coach. So M Squared, live here in Nashville, just down the street. How we doing, my man? Oh, I'm great, AB. Uh, good morning. Already watching some tennis. I let you down with a loser there yesterday in tennis, but sports line, we got a huge golf ticket, biggest win of the year for us, uh, plus 5,500 on the outright there. Feeling pretty, pretty good after that one. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, man. You know what? You, you're bound to lose at least one at some point, and I'll tell you what, anytime you do, let me just lose three, and I'll cover it all for everybody. I'll cover the losses there. Zach Simony, my man. How we doing, sir? Good morning. Happy 4th, everyone. It's been it's been a good week uh, seeing all the moves in the NBA free agency. And this is that time when it hits the 4th of July. We know it's almost time for NFL season. We're going to have the training camps here soon and then preseason football right around the corner. Yeah, you're right, man. I think we're what, like 10 Sundays or something, maybe less than that away from like a full NFL slate. Dude, it's awesome, man. All right, let's get to the storylines that affect the betting lines for today. And M Squared, coming to you first. All right, it's a holiday, Monday. You got baseball everywhere. The weather, man. What do we need to know? Baseball everywhere. Only three spots that we're really looking at here. Miami on the road at Washington, plus 10% home run hitting and run scoring across the board. Texas at Baltimore. Pretty nice boost here, plus 15%. A lot of it going to come in the home run department. And then the bigger one of the day, 
Hey, on the road at Boston, plus 20% home run hitting only translates to about 10% on the overall run scoring. But that one becomes interesting in that ballpark. Might be in a good time to look at home run props in that game with that boost. I love it, man. I love it. I love the, I love the weather report every single day. Like, not only in terms of baseball, but just I kind of just get a feel on the country of like where like everything is moving. I like it, man. It's awesome. All right, Zach, coming over to you. All right, Chris Flexen. All right, talk to me, man. What do we need to know here? Well, first of all, we saw the San Diego Padres struggle immensely to score runs in their series against the L.A. Dodgers. Only had four runs through the first three games. And then yesterday looked like they were going to be shut out until the top of the ninth where they scored four runs with one out. But today, maybe they can keep that momentum going. They'll be facing Chris Flexen, who last year against the Padres, the graphic is up right there. 1.2 innings pitch, 10 hits and 8 earned runs. So uh, it should be interesting to see if they can carry that momentum that they had in the ninth inning against the Dodgers. Yeah, it definitely will be, you know, and speaking of Major League Baseball, Maestro, coming over to you. All right, so we saw the Cardinals last night lose to the Phillies Sunday night baseball. Wayne Wright on the mound here. Uh, we got the Cards Braves series opener, man. Talk to us. What do you need to know? Yeah, well, also to Zach's point, Manny Machado uh, should be back uh, for the Padres and, and flexing not only that star, but his other career appearance uh, against the Padres was also a disaster. I think the ERA is up over 21, so I'm right there with you uh, looking at the Padres today and, and different ways to attack that. But yeah, Sunday Night Baseball, I'm throwing it out there. I want somebody, it, it could be me if I have the time, but to do a study on the teams that play on Sunday Night Baseball and then have to travel the next day, we've seen it twice this season with the Dodgers. Big favorites, they lose at Pittsburgh. Big favorites, last week they go 4 nothing loss at Colorado. Of course, traveling to Colorado uh, is, is the toughest thing to do. But then you have the Cardinals, listless last night with only four singles, and they have to travel to Atlanta with Dakota Hudson, who's a great pitcher at home, not so great on the road, facing Kyle Wright, who's you know been rolling and, and coming off a real dominant effort against the Phillies has me looking at different ways to attack this game with the Braves, you know, maybe first five, maybe some pitcher props uh, against Hudson or four, right. Uh, but I really want that study to be done. And I'm, I'm sorry that I don't have the numbers at my fingertips. It's all anecdotal. I would love to see if it's true. A lot of times you'll see these teams have the day off Monday. So it's, it's not every week uh, when you have that. Yeah, I, I love the theory. And yeah, M Square, go ahead. Yeah, uh, jump in there. I haven't looked to see last week's game if the the team that traveled lost, but heading into last week, it was one and five for teams that were traveling. Um, that that's the record on the next day uh, after Sunday yeah. night baseball. Definitely okay. strong, strong losing record for a team that travels on Sunday night. Okay, great. And that means that it hasn't been every week, right? Because of the days off on Monday, right? Yeah. That's yeah. for the whole season. I believe so. I'll look it up and get back and tweet it out, but that's what I found uh, quickly there. Yep. Awesome. Well, I should have just texted you, Mike, instead of uh, coming <laughs> out here and asking everyone. Well, I'll tell you this. I should have texted Mike about not playing Major League Baseball on Sundays, but, you know, I didn't listen on that one either. All right, let's get into our plays for today. But first, before we do, let's take a quick break and hear from one of our sponsors. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. 
four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. And we are back. All right, two plays for you today uh, from Sportsline. First up, understand this is a fun bet for the holiday here. We're going to go U.S. Women's National Team versus Haiti. It's tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern. We're going to guess the exact score. How do you guys feel about that? All right. Plus 650. We're going to go U.S. Women's National Team four, Haiti zero. All right. They've squared off six times in their history. U.S. Women's National Team six and oh. They've handled their business there and they've been stellar in recent months, posting six straight victories and outscoring their opponents 33 to one during that streak. So we're going to take it. We're going to take a shot here. Everybody understand this is for plus 650. Understand what you're getting into. But we're going to take a shot for nothing U.S. Women's National Team. Second, we're going to ride with our man Jeff Hockman on the Oakland A's plus one and a half today at plus 118 at home against the Toronto Blue Jays. The Blue Jays played five straight games against the Rays and now travel to the West Coast. Seems like a flat spot to him. He'll back the A's plus one and a half runs at plus 118. All right. Get into you guys' picks. M squared. You know what? I can't do it like coach. I'm not going to try. However... You know the drill, son. Give it to me. Speaking of try, A.B., I want to see you try and pronounce the name that I'm giving here in this tennis matchup here. But it's a Wimbledon matchup. Bodic Van Sanderschulp, I believe, is how I pronounce the name. It is very difficult to pronounce his name. He's playing Rafael Nadal here. I'm going to target the first set in this match. I'm going over nine and a half games here in the first set. Uh, if you want, it's minus 120 is the payout on it. If you want to sprinkle an exacta like the soccer play, you can play Nadal at 6-4 at plus 360. I think that's a really nice price point on that one. But I expect a competitive match at least early here until fatigue starts to set in. Bodic has a really nice strong serve that's going to serve him really well on this grass court surface. I think it's going to keep him competitive at least through the first one and a half sets of this match. Look for a little more conservative effort from Nadal starting out in the first set here, not to make any mistakes on his end. Look for them to potentially even play a tiebreaker in the first set, but give me over nine and a half games. Keep it at one break only in this set, likely a 6-4 set for Nadal if you want to sprinkle that one. Hey, well, I'll tell you what. First off, love the pick. Second, if you want to break in a set, it's me trying to read that name. That There's no way that that's going to happen. Usually you get like the shorter, like at the end, like Vandenberg. You know what I mean? Usually it's not uh, terribly longer, but yeah, there's no way that I'm going to be able to pronounce that whatsoever. However, what I can pronounce is Major League Baseball and our man Zach Attack. You've got one play, I believe, going with the theory that Maestro was just talking about. Break it down. What do you got? Yes, sir. AB, just like last week with the Dodgers, they lost in a flat spot uh, off Sunday night baseball. We're going to do so here. Take the Atlanta Braves on the run line. St. Louis, as Larry mentioned, flat yesterday with just four hits traveling again in Atlanta. They've been superb off a loss. I think they respond after losing to the Reds yesterday. And then pitcher Dakota Hudson as a road underdog this year is 0-4. Prices all over the place. Plus 120, plus 170, plus 130, plus 110. 0-4 on the road, all road losses. Then go back to last season. The Braves dominated the St. Louis Cardinals last August. Three-game series at St. Louis, swept them, run won all three games by three runs or more. And then they won three of four in June. So they won six of seven games. That one loss was a back-to-back in a doubleheader second game that was just seven innings. So I'll take the Atlanta Braves on the run line. It is plus 120. Some of you may like to lay the juice. It is minus 165. I don't, so we'll take the run line here.
There we go, man. There we go. All right, now, staying in Major League Baseball. This game, this series, might not be the most attractive on the board, and I say it because I was looking at it last night and this morning, but I love the play here, legit. Maestro, what do you got, man? Break it down. Okay, this is an early start, 11.05 Eastern in our nation's capital. I'm going to play the Marlins again against the Nationals. They've won 11 of the last 12 meetings, and something happened to the Marlins in St. Louis on Wednesday. They were dead and buried. They were about to get swept. Shocking two-out, two-strike homer to beat the Cardinals, and now they've won four in a row. And again, a dramatic win last night. You have Patrick Corbin on the mound. And we know he's not good, but he is coming off a good outing. I don't think he can do it again. I just like the mojo of the Marlins. Also, the players are saying, look, we're going to be in contention for a wild card. We don't want guys to get traded. They're trying to prove a point to the front office. And the biggest key, which I should have mentioned at the top, is Juan Soto left that game with a calf injury. Supposed to be reevaluated today. Doesn't sound like he'll be in the lineup, which is a huge negative for the Nats. I'll play the Marlins at minus 115. I love it. I, I, dude, I'm totally with you there, man. The Marlins have been just super exciting the last four or five games. A hundred percent with you on that. All right, everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil, take a look at the recap here. And you know it's going to be glorious with the jeweler behind it. Maestro's on the uh, Marlins. Money line minus 115. M squared. Uh, Nadal versus Van de Zandt. Schultz. First set over nine and a half games. I apologize, everyone. That is on me. Uh, I wish that I were more intelligent to be able to pronounce that. Zach Attacki's on the Braves, minus one and a half at plus 120. And then our side plays, again, U.S. Women's National Team 4, Haiti 0. That is plus 650. Understand the bet that you're getting into with that. Also, the Oakland A's, plus one and a half at plus 118. Now, here's the thing. It's July 4th. We've got the hot dog eating contest. So, Jeweler, come on the screen, man. Break it down. What are we going with here? Uh, AB, we're going to go with a little double under action. DraftKings has Chestnut and Pseudo, Mickey Pseudo, combined under 119 and a half hot dogs eaten. I've read that right up by Micah Roberts. He's leaning towards the under on both of these two. If you look at Pseudo's winners, non-COVID year, so 2020, she ate 48 and a half. That was indoors with no audience, but she still can crush the competition outdoors. I mean, looking at 2019, 31 dogs eaten, 2018, 37 dogs eaten. The the thinking here is that pseudo can go under, still win, and then we don't really care how much Joey Chestnuts eat. So and at under 119 and a half, we could have pseudo eat 40 dogs. Chestnut could break his record and eat 79, and we're still clear of this bad boy. So this is what we're going to do. Combine that with the U.S. Women's National Team to beat Haiti by four-plus goals. Now, you're only laying minus 125 for this gym parlay, but uh, it's America. This is what we're going to do today. <laughs> dude, I love it. And that's a great strategy on Chestnut Pseudo. I, I, dude, tip of the cap. That, that's well played on that one. I enjoy it. And, you know, Chestnut's playing hurt. Like, with what? It's a leg injury. I don't know what the actual, like, medical, like, announcement was, but does that have anything to do with eating whatsoever? Like, I have no idea. Well, here's no the thing. He, yeah. He's injured, but I, you know, I could be making this up because uh, I don't follow the scene that closely. But I thought I saw a headline in a newspaper saying that Kobayashi is sitting on the sidelines this year and he's saying he could still be Chestnut. So I don't know if that's going to put a chip on Joey Chestnut's shoulder or not. That might be something to watch if he could power through the leg injury. It could be, <laughs> uh, you know, it could be Tiger Woods at Torrey Pines all over again. <laughs> I, I like you saying you're like, well, you know, I don't keep up with the scene all year round. 
Oh, it's fantastic, man. That was funny. All right. I think that's all the damage that we could do for today. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we will be live today again for the Early Engine 5 at 4 p.m. Eastern. And we will be live, obviously, Tuesday morning, normal time at 10 a.m. Eastern. But as always, best of luck. Let's cash these tickets. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks. Thank you.